This meeting is being recorded. Got it. Okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Whiskey Sour Libations and Conversations. I'm your host, Dom, and I have a very special guest this week. I say that every week. Everybody's special to me. Yes. So <laughs> it's my boy. I'm calling y'all can call him Brandon by his government name. I'm calling him B. Because that's hey. what I know you as. B Dims. That's all I know. Hey, and I that's it. <laughs> and I finally, I finally met you in real life because we've been social media friends for years. I met you in real life. It was like a year, a year and a half ago, two years ago. I feel like I met you before that, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Charge it to my my head and not my heart, because okay. <laughs> what, what, okay, so it, and it probably was out. So who knows yep. what I was under the influence of? Might have been a little coke. A little, I'm totally joking. I'm totally joking. I've never done Coke in my life. So, same. Yeah. same. Some things I just don't want to dabble in. So, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Coke is an interesting drug. So, I hear. Yeah. So, I hear. Cause, yeah. <laughs> and I, don't, I just don't want to know. Yeah. I don't want no parts of that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I met you. Uh, I, I feel like I met you a while ago, like a minute ago. Did I have hair or was I bald head? I feel like I probably had hair then. I feel, oh, I don't remember. Yeah, see? I feel, I, mean, like, I feel like you had hair. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, I feel like you had hair, yeah. I've been a bald head scallywag for a long time now, so. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but what was interesting about this meeting as we <laughs> y'all it was such a wild crazy night which will lead us to one of the topics of today uh talking about your cannabis business y'all this nigga gave me an edible now i don't know if it was you or if it was k if it was uh probably me because he doesn't do that so i get past yeah, it <laughs> yes so maybe that's what it was and we were at toka madera here yes. enjoying the night having a good time and all of this all of a sudden this edible just hits me on a completely different level and when I tell y'all I could feel my veins like the, the weed in my veins it was just like it was a very euphoric experience but I was like what well, yo so what was in that edible because I'm I'm like tripping but it was a whole vibe I had never been high like that <laughs> so I you got some good stuff and I'm uh, and I've been and I moved to LA I did not smoke I did not indulge in things of the cannabis world the weed world right. until I moved here so I'm still kind of like new but right. it, 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 yeah I've been doing it for a minute and I've never experienced anything like that in my life and it was fucking amazing so uh, <laughs> my, my, my business partner, he has a nice little concoction. Okay. And it, it's, it's a little heavier than the typical shit you get from the dispensaries. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the friends and family pack that, that you probably had. Okay. So it's, it's a little higher than, than the average. Yeah. Well, well I can feel it in my veins. Yeah, it's it was it was probably um, it was probably probably like fifty milligrams. Either, <laughs> yeah, well, no, nah, definitely wasn't fifty. So it was probably like twenty five. 
okay. probably 25. Yeah, because normally so, yeah. in the dispersion, you get like 10. Yeah, you can yeah. only legally do 10. So it was probably, that one was probably 25. Oh. To where it just, it's just a different vibe. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. all I know is that we was eating where we were and then we left. And then went to the nice guy and we was eating again. And I'm like, how do yeah. we even have room for this? Yes. That's how fucking how we were. And then I was yeah. like, can we get the cookie? <laughs> oh, yeah, those soft ass. Uh, Milk and cookies, man. That shit is so fire. Yeah, yes. oh my God, it was so yeah. good. That was, that was, see, those are the nights that I live for in LA yes. because yeah. random. it's just random. Random, the random nights are the best nights out here. Stuff a lot yep. of times planned. It's yep. always kind of like, a, I'm not going to say that it's not fun, but it's just, I always feel like there's like a little bit of a tussle, whether it be something with like a venue and trying to get everybody in and just, I like stuff like that, where it's just like hella random, dope, yes. and we having a good time. Yes. yes. Those are the best nights. Absolutely. Yes. So yeah. you, um, so you're in the, the cannabis business. How did you get your start and tell us about your, your brand and everything? So the people can support. Okay. Um, how did I start? Long story short, probably in 2013 uh, like or 12, mm -hmm. um, I had a buddy that started his brand downtown LA. Okay. Um, and I was wanting to invest in it and he kept turning me down. Okay. Like, no, we don't need any money. No, we don't need any money. Um, so it probably went for about a year, maybe a year and a half. And I watched him grow like a no-name business to like a $5 million a year business. Okay. And I was like, yo, like, let me, I need to invest some kind of way. So eventually, after I kept harassing him, um, he finally let me invest. Okay. Uh, like a 25K investment wasn't nothing too crazy. Um, but the terms were crazy. Okay. Uh, and that's where I got hooked because it was like, like I'm still getting paid from it to this day. So wow. it was one of those, uh, like in business, you don't get these type of terms. And I know a little bit about business. Um, well, so can, are you, did you sign an NDA? Can you tell us about the terms a little bit or because? Um, did we, no, nah, we didn't sign it. So, I mean, it was 25K investment, 7K okay. a month. Okay. And it's like indefinitely. So, uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's the term. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, are you sure? Like typically, you know, 24 months, whatever the case may be. You make your, you know, your money back and then um, a little, you know, profit. But this was like, I was profiting like the fourth month. And that was, I don't know, six, seven years ago. So yeah. just, and so that kind of made me um, like, yo, like these people don't really know business. Like they might know weed, but they don't know, know business. business. And then that made me start my company, Westbrook, okay, um, which is a full consulting business. Because uh, at that time, it was it was kind of a sexy business still, but it wasn't as sexy. Um, so you you sound like have, Puffy right now. It was sexy. I, you sound like Puffy. I mean, it's, a, it's one of <laughs> yeah. I mean, my bad. It's, <laughs> it's a sexy business. Yeah, it, you know, it was popular. Blah blah blah. 
Um, so I started Westbrook for people. Uh, it was more so for like um, athletes, entertainers, people that got money. They want to get in. They don't know what they're doing. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I started Westbrook and then did a whole bunch of crap investing with other companies and a whole bunch of crap throughout the years. And our my current thing is All Day Ace, which is a brand. Um, I was always um, more so wholesale. I'm, I like wholesale because it's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so now dipping into the fully integrated side, meaning wholesale, retail, from seed to sale, yada, yada, yada. That's kind of where the industry is now. So you pretty much have to have a brand to okay. to to sustain. Um, and so, yeah, that's where I'm at now. So when you do wholesale, was it like how, oh, I, was it still your brand or it was just like you had to grow or farm somewhere and then you were like selling, okay. Yeah, so I have a couple grows um, in IE and in Colorado and and the Valley. And what we would do is, Hello, hear me? Yep, there, there you go. There's your sound. I'm like, oh, oh. sorry. <laughs> uh, we would sell that to other brands and then okay. they would package that and put it in dispensaries. Okay. Stuff like that. Um, so we were um, like behind the scenes and uh, that's, I I like that a lot. So, um, so yeah, that's what I meant by wholesale. Okay. Oh, that's kind of yeah. dope. That's dope. So, yeah, so- now we're doing retail crap and- people don't understand the the headache that even comes with retail yeah and i and i I used to say i didn't sell cannabis but i was selling luxury products so i yeah it's all no matter what industry being in retail and wholesale is two totally different and retail you have to be like on it like Mm -hmm. Wholesale, you you're, you don't have to sell anything. It's yeah. they already know what they want. They're buying. They're consistent. But retail is like boom, 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 boom. Marketing, branding. Yep. That, 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 PR, blah blah, all that bullshit. But um, yeah. So here we are. Here we are. Now that's really dope. So segueing into retail, had you guys like had um, like brand ambassadors and, and like how have you guys gotten your product? um out there more so my partner andrew um he's um long story short he's young jeezy's business partner the snowman yeah 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 um so young jeezy when he was black (laughs) so so between his uh his connections with Jeezy and all Mm -hmm. all the shit that comes with that and my connection to the cannabis um it just we just kind of I don't I mean it's kind of weird just kind of happened okay Um, and so now our we're kind of doing the the whole rap thing we have a lot of rappers and uh I don't know Ayo Teo Jacquees uh, oh yeah all, all these guys so that's kind of kind of our that's lane dope. that little 
that little down south pocket um, because they don't get the Cali experience, you know, okay. unless they live out here or yeah. visit. Uh, but there's not dispensaries on every corner and um, it's well, not. Well, down stuck. south, it's not even, it's still not legal. I, I feel like they were saying not that. recreational. They, yeah. Oh, okay. It's uh, some parts it's medicinal. Okay. Um, but it's, it's just a headache. I mean, even in Missouri, it's a headache. Yeah. That's why I would never do business there. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's kind of our our model is is using our connections in these rappers and athletes um, and just pushing it. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's dope. Uh, we got a store. We're in Hot Rod in uh, LA. I think it's off Melrose Hot Rod store. Okay. So our merch and all that stuff is um, out that way. Um, and dispensary-wise, we're in uh, MMD. Okay. Is, is they, I think they have like eight stores, some in the Valley, Hollywood. I think, yeah, something like that. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, it's uh, the branding part is newer. The weed part is old. And... Um, just trying to be vertically integrated, meaning just everything, like I said. Um, so yeah. Cool. I'm like, hey, hey, put me in a shoot. I'll roll a blunt <laughs> in the pool. <laughs> we got you, yeah. We I'm like, uh, actually, no, I won't, I won't. I'm not, I am I am trying to become a better blunt roller, but at this point, I'm just grinding it up and I might put it in a bowl or like some papers <laughs> and, and spin the top, like the top the top. I'm trying to look, I'm trying to be black, okay? Like, I, I feel I like I don't that's... know how to roll at all. Like, really? I, I, okay. Like, I, I'm not like that guy. Like, okay. I, give, me a, give me a gummy edible, a, a, a weed coke or whatever, and I'll drink it, eat it, but the rolling... Snort it, because I think I heard you say coke. <laughs> yeah, Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola. <laughs> not, not, not coke. <laughs> I'm like, oh, snort? I'm so confused. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Negative. Negative. Um, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, that was a complete 180 from what we just said earlier. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, 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 yeah, I'm not a, I'm not even a big smoker, to be honest, at all. Okay. I'm a, I'm a lazy weed guy. I just want to eat it. Man, I, but I just feel like sometimes, like sometimes, the, yeah, every blue moon. Some, sometimes I feel like when I need the edible to kick in, it don't kick in when I need right. like right away. I'm like, okay, so that's why sometimes I prefer to smoke because I was like, okay, I can get this high. I know how long it's probably gonna last, and I can control right. it better. But right. an edible, you could be two hours later and you're like, dang, I don't feel it. And then hour three, it kick in. It's like, this is not the time because that, <laughs> yo, that shit, that shit happened to me in St. Louis. Um, last time I was there, which was like a, almost like a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And I, my mom had surgery right before lockdown. And okay. um, so I'm sleeping on a couch. So in case she needs something in the middle of the night, I like, I am accessible to her. Right. And she starts screaming in the middle, like just it, it's the middle of the night and she's screaming. So she's Whoa. clearly having a nightmare. Okay. And so I'm like scared out of my mind. My heart is like beating really, really fast. <laughs> and now I'm anxious and I'm like, okay, I just need to relax. I'm about to eat this whole edible. This should kick in really fast right. because I know who gave it to me. And mm -hmm. like you said, like you might have something that you know is higher. Uh, right. And man, when I tell you that shit did not kick in. Dang. And it kicked in like hours later, 
but I'm sitting at breakfast with my dad and I just feel the next day the, no it, it was still it was still middle so this happened probably like at 3 34 o'clock in the morning we oh, had to go okay. meet our dad for breakfast like around 7 7 30 okay so it wasn't like it was super super later but I was just like damn made a whole and normally this gummy I can just take a piece of it and I'll be right. high. Right. I ate the whole thing, so I should be high. Mm. Man, I'm sitting at a table, I'm like this. <laughs> and I'm looking at Janelle, I was like, can you tell that I'm high? And she was like, what? I'm like, girl, I don't want daddy looking at me crazy. Can he tell that I'm high? Can you? And that's so now I'm paranoid, but it's a picture. I'm like this in the picture. <laughs> Trying to keep it together, but man, I was high. Wrong yeah, time. I... I, I... I don't have too many, surprisingly, I don't have too many uh, crazy high stories. I think just maybe at two, the rest are just pretty normal, but... Uh, Give us a crazy high story, because I feel like I have a lot of high stories. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. The first Give us a good I, one. Give and Make sure they're good. <laughs> well, this, was, this was like when I first moved to L.A. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, 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 uh, how did that start? So I had a girlfriend at the time. Okay. Um, we were getting into it. Um, the day of we were getting, not really speaking, she wasn't feeling good, whatever. So she was like sleeping all day, all night. Uh, my other homegirl hits me at like midnight or something. It was like, it was kind of late, 11 maybe. She was like, yo, let's go to this mansion party. It's by you. And I was like, all right, bet. So I go, um, and there was niggas in the kitchen baking like weed cookies. And um, back then I was a little, a little more buffer. And the guy was like, hey, big dude, big big dog or something like that just you know just have a little bit and i was like ah this you know this ain't nothing <laughs> so he gave me the cookie once it was done baking I, i'll never forget it was warm fresh it was fire i ate i took like a big bite i was already hungry <laughs> uh, and it was it was it was damn near immediate like like five minutes like it went from like zero to a hundred real quick. Like, like, I mean, this is like at some niggas house. Don't know. My home girl knows these people. I don't know. Them. Um, they, she had a bite too. It, it had to be within five, 10 minutes. Like, damn. <laughs> and they took us to a, a guest bedroom and we slept, slept there for a, I don't know. I think we woke up the next day, like around 3 p.m. Like it was, it was like that. Like it was, it was like, it was like an all day or all night type sleep. Um, and I think that was my last baked edible. And the issue with baked edibles, and a lot of people have those, a lot, a lot of people have those issues with uh, baked edibles. Um, just because you don't really know the, the, the amount of weed that's, that's in it. You know what I mean? Like it could be five grams in this little piece up here and it'll be like a hundred 
it's hard to distribute, you know. Yeah, I had a Especially, cookie that had like a thousand. Yeah. But I, it was literally, it was like only take a little bit. And so I'm like, okay, cool. Right. So yeah, it's been times I've been like you and I've been high for 24 hours. And I was like, yeah, Damn, that piece was not that big. How much was in there? Yeah. And I will be able and again, you don't know, especially like if it's black market or, you know, you making it at home, the homies, they don't really know. And yeah. so if they, um, hold on. But yeah, that that was that was one. The other one was when I lived in uh, So wait, what's your girlfriend say? Cause she's like, you haven't oh, been home. So because I'm like, uh-uh. So so this, so I come back home uh, the next day. She was she was knocked out. So I don't know if she was still asleep. I don't know. If she just wasn't speaking on it. I wasn't speaking on nothing. <laughs> uh, I just came back to the crib at the time and just kept on going oh with, my with my day. But yeah, this that was like in two thousand, like shit, like eight maybe nine. Okay. So it's it yeah, that was a minute ago. Um, yeah, but the other, the other one I ran from like North Hollywood to the Hollywood 24 hour fitness, like, like it gave me like, it was like on some like Coke energy drink type shit. Like I, like I had to like get rid of this energy and my guy was like, yo, let's, let's jog to 24 hour fitness. I was like, bet I'm thinking, you know, there's a one by, and this was before the one in Noah was built. Um, so I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know what, I thought it was going, you know, a mile or two or whatever, but that was, that was like, I mean, we was jog, jogging down the 101, we was on Kawanga, and it was just like a, it was oh. just like, a, it was like a daze, like I was like, this is weird, but like, I can't stop, like it was, it was weird, and then got to 24-hour fitness, and then we did like another hour and a half, two-hour workout. Like that that was an interesting one. <laughs> I, so I just want to explain yeah. to the, the listeners and the viewers that distance yeah. from North Hollywood, because North Hollywood low-key is hella. I'm close to it, but when you really right. think about the one-on-one and all this stuff, it's not like it's yep. Hollywood right here and then it's North yep. Hollywood right here. Yep. It's like Universal City, like yep. all these other, like Burbank in between. Yep. So I I am... Yeah, so how a... you get home? Did you, like... So we we ran back. We didn't have, like, it was a lot. It was, a, it was like a five-hour, six-hour mission. And, uh, and this was from smoking. Yes, he... Because I... smoking, and I was talking shit, because smoking... So you must have had like some sort of like sativa hybrid. I don't, I don't know, know what it was. Like it that sounded like that was laced with coke and something I, else. Angel it, dust. It, I don't know. And again, at that time, I didn't know nothing about weed. All I, all I knew was when I would smoke, I'd be high for like fifteen minutes, and I have to smoke again. So I was I was talking shit. Like you know, I haven't had this Cali weed experience that y'all talk about so much. Um, and then he yeah. was like that, and I got, I got like, 
Well, was well funny. It actually came from my homegirl that's a porn star. It came from her, who was also my neighbor. And she gave it to him and he gave it to me. You so, know that shit was lace. I it, it had something. Something. Something was in there. I, I will never forget the very first time I got high out here. I remember I remember my best friend Vernon in St. Louis trying to get me high. And whatever it was, like, um, the, like the papers was like, it tastes like grapes. So I was like, oh, this is disgusting. Like, I hate oh, grape, grape flavored shit. And so uh-huh. um, I'm out here and it's my homegirl, Deanna. And we're going, do you remember, you remember Colony? No, or, or was no, it the, or the, no, no, it wasn't Colony I'm though. It, no, it was the club that was on Ivar. It's what it what is the Jardine now, but it was something else. And I think it was like, at one point it was called the Green Door and then they changed and then they changed this to something else yeah. and that was Le Jardin now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. whatever the club is in between it being called oh, the outdoor what, joint. Yeah. That's that's what they used to have Toxic at back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah, it was Toxic. You're talking about but, that one? Yes, that place. Okay. But it so, but it was be, it, but, uh, but Toxic was Cabana. just the name of the day. Yes, Cabana. So that's what yeah, it was yeah. Cabana Club. Yeah, Cabana, that's funny. <sighs> Man. <laughs> so at this point I'm living in Beverly Hills so mm-hmm. we're not super far from Hollywood so right. she convinces me to smoke and I'm like fuck like I've never done this before and we about to go out. I don't I would prefer to be at home right yo when I tell you it just felt like somebody was so imagine how I said yo we I can feel it in my veins right I could feel this in my head but only right here and it felt like somebody mm. was just like slowly massaging Ooh. like but the, on the inside and i'm like yo mm. like i kind of like this but right. now i'm kind of sleepy but i don't want to look like i'm just slow or like stuck right. somewhere but it just and it lasted for a while and we like smoked in the club all of that i'm like okay i think i can do this but that was the first time i got like officially hot and i was like if it's gonna feel like this i, I like this what year was that? Oh, I moved out here in 2010. Oh, okay. So it was about, yeah, 2010, the first time I ever got high for real. Okay. So, so that, what, 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 what? I was going to ask you, what's, what's your uh, thoughts now that you've kind of dabbled in it um, more? versus alcohol like when it comes to socializing and events and partying and whatever um even i would still say that i in social settings for the most part i would still probably drink Mm -hmm. because depending on i I feel like no matter if, if i smoke i can only hit like a blunt like twice because anything past that I'm like, yo, I'm going to bed. So in order for me to function, I have, I can't, that's how I know I can control it. Sometimes with edibles, like you said, especially if it's a baked good, it gets complicated. But um, I remember one time we ate some gummies and and it kicked in like super, super fast. And I'm like, yo, like I didn't expect it to hit. Like like you said, like it was like 15, 10, 15 minutes. Nigga, we was watching Mario's braid my hair video. I don't know how we got there, but when I tell you, 
I was like, did somebody start this over? Why is this still playing? Because it was, it seemed like this long, like period in time. Right. But I, I remember one time I went out, even I think it was like with Leah, and we ate an edible in the car. We mm. got to the club, it hadn't hit us, and then we smoked. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, oh my God, I am like, st- I could not get, I could not come down. It was like, no matter how hard I tried, I did not want to be high anymore. All I know is I woke up, somehow I ordered pizza. Right. I had a, 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 like an empty pizza box. And I'm like, what happened? How did I get this? But yeah, but like, no, I mean, so I feel like socially, if I'm in a social setting, like I would prefer, to, I'm going to still drink a little bit because I yeah. can control that a little better yeah. now. Because if I, next thing you know, I'm asleep. I'm going to be asleep. I'm right. like, all right, y'all, I'm out. But I also, I don't like to drive high. I am very paranoid driving uh, high. You're one of those. I love it. it no, it's no, don't love it. I, I don't love it. it. And I, I was, it. yo, it was one time I was downtown um, and I got mad high and I drove and I, mm-hmm. cause I had worked um, an event and then I don't live far. I literally live seven minutes away from downtown. Okay. I took the long way because I was afraid to get on the highway because of how high I was. I didn't want anybody to think that I was swerving. So I like rolled down all the windows in my car Right. Turned the music up, had the air on blasting. So, cause I was just, I felt like I was going to fall asleep right. and I'm trying to get home. And I took the longest way to get home. And I was just like, oh my God, like somebody please come save me. But it was just a mess. Okay. And I won't, I won't okay. tell you what happened to me on the plane. So uh, I feel like edibles and planes don't go together at planes all. Planes I, I don't do THC. I'll do CBD edibles on planes. Okay. Uh, so can you explain to us uh-oh. the difference? Why? Why? Because you probably know what I experienced that time I did THC on the plane, and explain I smoked. Yeah, explain um, the difference for the people in case somebody doesn't know the difference between THC, CBD, and well, yeah. Well, legal CBD is point zero zero three THC. Okay. So okay. it was very, 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 very low dosage. So CBD is pretty much uh, the medicinal part of weed. Okay. So when people have uh, epilepsies and seizures and whatever the case may be, um, that's what the weed or CBD treats. Um, so you get that without the the um, the high part. Okay. Um, so, I mean, you definitely still feel a certain type of buzz, but it's not like THC. Okay. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much the difference. And, I, and to be honest, I don't know why I feel weird with THC on the airplane. Um, but it took maybe one time where I did a gummy. And I'm not really a big fan of flying anyway. Uh, oh, shit. That's a whole nother whole nother story uh, so why are you why why don't you like flying i i don't understand why we don't ever know the pilot's name <laughs> like, what? it's like a secret like we have we give all this information 
to whoever. We're sitting by strangers. We don't like there's more information on Uber than a fucking airplane. And like there's and like we greet them and take pics after the flight, but like, nah, I need to like, like what happened? What you do last night? See his IG, like there's nothing. And I don't, and I just found this out too. I just flew back from Colorado on Sunday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when they tell you to like duck your head and do that. I ain't never like had it, to do that, but okay. When they, well, in case, you know, the plane oh, yeah, goes yeah, out. Yeah. Okay. They, I just found that out that they tell you that so you snap your neck quickly and die. And that's a fact. That ain't like to help you or, you know, if you crash, so you kill yourself quick without, yeah. And I was just like, why did I ask you this? That, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, great. Now, like, do you know, like, my anxiety levels, like, <laughs> Especially in this past year, like for the first like seven months of the pandemic, when I tell you, I I, I was going in the office still. So I would, every okay. day I would come home, I would get high. Yeah. And I would just go to bed and I'm like, okay, still in this shit. All right, here we yep. go again. Yep. I, thanks. Great. Great. So, I, I just found that out. Just found that out. So yeah, I, my fly, it is, and typically I don't really have like a big issue with it. But it's just that turbulence. I don't really rock with it. I don't rock with the nonchalantness of the, the whoever's on the speaker. Uh, it's just it's. I feel like I feel like I'm being played. I think that's a lot of it. I feel like I'm being played. But I feel like I've had like the captains come on and they introduce themselves like before we taken off. Because... Yeah, but I mean, it's like at that point, what I'm gonna do? Like, run off the plane? It's like it's too late. Like, I'm already. Do so you committed. feel like when you book the ticket or that day of, yep. you should get an email with this person's name, birthday, IG, <laughs> I will, social I, I security? I'll, I'll say this. I feel like I should be able to pick. Like, I should see like a list of like three pilots or whatever. Okay. This dude, he he's been flying for two years. Like, nah, I'm good. This nigga been flying for forty years. Let me jump on his plane. Lord. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> nothing. We don't even we don't know shit. Like, I could text my Uber driver. I could text my DoorDash man. Like, yo, where you at? What's your name? What car you driving? What's your what's your license plate? And I get all the information. But a nigga flying me to Dubai, I don't know who the fuck he is until we touch down i'm like nah i feel like i'm played i'm being played i never thought about it no no i i never thought about it like that but now it's okay, it's in so- airplanes though I'm, I'm a borderline germaphobe and their planes are dirty as fuck yeah uh that's enough it's like yeah so you don't wipe your seat down or anything or have travel license? i mean i just started or 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 um I'll ask if they have anything to wipe it down. But a lot of times I forget. Uh, no. A lot of times I forget to wipe it down. And so it's just like, fuck. No, I have um, wipes in my bag. You know, like okay. my backpack. Because I always travel with my backpack. And so mm-hmm. I have it, even from like the last time I flew somewhere in the plastic baggie still is mm-hmm. Ziploc bag with some wipes. And I wipe all that shit down. Um, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to find some, um, Travel lifestyle so I can spray uh, yeah. 
the 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 seatbelt. And that, <laughs> that's, that's the, the other thing. Like, why don't they just go through? It takes ten minutes. Go through, get an industrial little sanitizer, spray the plant. Like, I I would feel like if I saw that too while I'm booking ticket. Like, yo, we spray every ride. Bet I'm booking with this. One. The point. Like, I feel like it's kind of at the point where they could even have something like, you know how they say it cycles the air, like yeah. it's all this new air that comes yep. through. Um, maybe like then when we get off or before, like you said, 10 minutes is Lysol. Something. Yeah. Like where it just comes up where they don't even have to go through with the, the cans. It just is like, comes, yeah. Like a little yeah. mist. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel in 2021, I feel like there's so many little things that, I, did, I just don't get where airplanes, airlines, and, and also my dad, he he retired from T, TWA. Oh, wow. So I've been, I've been a lot. I've done all that shit. Um, so I, I, it's a little, it's personal. <laughs> Lord, that is hilarious. That is yeah, that's, that's hilarious. my my airplane uh, theories. <laughs> so why don't you... So why don't you prefer to do THC as opposed to CBD on a plane? So what was your experience? Um, the, last, like? the, last time you I, the last time I did a gummy, um, and, I, and again, I don't know if it happened because of the gummy, but I definitely felt, and I've never, and again, this is just me guessing, I've never had a panic attack or like crazy anxiety, but I think when I took that gummy on that plane, that flight, like I was sweating out of nowhere. Um, I felt nauseous. Um, I was seeing stars and I was like, yo, I'm about to throw up for real. Like, mm -hmm. like, are, you, like are you serious? And like, it's, it was, uh, and I think it was during the time, I think, I think it was a little bit of turbulence. So nobody was really walk, rock, walking around. Um, I was sitting in the middle between two yep. people. Yeah. Um, man, it was just like, this is like, this is too much. Like, I'm not, I'm too grown to be throwing up. I think this is last year. Yeah, this is last year. Dog. I'm not about to throw up on this flight. Like, fuck that. So, and so, so like, I really was just like, I put on, um, I put on, <laughs> I put on some Kirk Franklin. I was like, <laughs> we about to get through this. Little Lord. melody from heaven. Oh my gosh! Push through. <laughs> no, so I so that that thousand milligram cookie. Mm -hmm. I took it to St. Louis with me. I put it in my backpack, mm -hmm. and when I sat down in the plane, I was just tired. I was exhausted, and I was like, "Okay, direct flight. This this little piece." And mind you, I have crumbs. Right. Like, I didn't want to get too big of a piece, but I had a few crumbs. And so um, I was like, oh, this should knock me out for like the three, three and a half hours. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the fuck happened over the Rocky Mountains, mm -hmm. but something happened there and it woke me up. And like you said, I was... The Rockies is different. Is I, I, I was sweating. Mm -hmm. I was super nauseous. Yep. I'm in the middle seat. Yep. Um, and it's also winter. So I have a coat because I'm going to St. Louis for the holidays. Right. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what, 
maybe I should try to eat something. All I had was some chips. I ate the chips and it felt like an alien was inside my stomach. Mm. And it just felt like, and I felt like it was loud and people could hear it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I try to, I, <laughs> I take the tray table down. Mm-hmm. I take my coat off. I open the vent and I swear, like the person, they have the, their window open and it's dark, but I swear I saw something on their plane. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I'm trying to like, and I'm like, literally I'm having an anxiety attack. I'm like, just trying to breathe. I'm like, oh, it's hot. And I'm like, oh my God, I think I'm gonna throw up. But yeah. I'm like, air. So I like turn my, my face toward the vent and so I can get the air. And I'm just like, right. Lord, please. I was like, Lord, please just let me make it. <laughs> oh, I've seen what you have done for others. Just like, please, I will never take another edible on this flight ever right. again. I just, I just want right. to live. I just want to live. Right. And I was freaking out. And the people like next to me knew, they knew I was freaking out. Mm. And I was like, please, please don't call the, the stewardess. Like, please don't, mm-hmm. please don't have them come over here because I do not want to be the reason that we have to make an emergency landing in fucking Colorado. And they like, what did you take? And I'm like, I did some edibles. I took some weed. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know what it is. It's something with the, the elevation. I don't know, but. Yeah. Because yeah, you remember that happened to Dion, Dion Waiters. And he oh, took yeah. an edible and they had to make that emergency landing. <laughs> it's, it's, um, I, and it, again, this is me guessing. And, I, and at the same time, I've definitely done edibles multiple times. Yeah. On, on planes. So I don't know if it was that particular time. I don't know if we flew over something that was weird. Um, I do know the Rockies is weird. Um, I fly to Colorado like every four to six weeks. So it's okay. those flights are are weird. Like they they get like yeah they I've I've said like on some like yo I'm about to I'm about to go like this is my last flight like it's Damn. it's been some real ones. So I don't know if it was. Again, because the Rockies, I don't know. Yeah, the but, that, at the altitude, yeah. the air that comes over and that makes it because it's always kind of just a little turbulent. Yeah, Vegas, yeah. Vegas too. Vegas, even though it's a quick flight, you catch Vegas on the wrong day. Well, yeah, the wind because you know um, it's still it's like Arizona. They be having them dust storms and that yep. wind pick up. <laughs> yeah. And people yep. be dying in that shit on the road. Like yep. they don't, they be down pull over. Yep. Man. So yeah, I so I just stick with CBD now, and I got some. <laughs> I, I gave C. Uh, I gave uh, our friend Chanel a high CBD uh, gummy maybe about a month ago or uh-huh. so, like fifty milligrams. I forgot to follow up with her, but she she's a G though, so I'm pretty sure they need. Yeah, she really she probably didn't really. <laughs> no, because I have one. Um, some like CBD gummies in here and I was just like and I took one like the, this one morning and I have you know worked from home and mm-hmm. I was like dog this is not CBD I'm like this can't be I was it was all day it was and it's only I feel like it was like you said it's supposed to be like 10 and I didn't buy this you know I have a different supply right but I'm like I keep meaning to ask him. I'm like, 
Yo, I don't think that this is CBD. I think this is in the wrong packaging because right. I was literally, I took that gummy at probably eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. I was high until seven. Damn. So, I mean, I was luckily like I didn't have to drive anywhere after I got done with work, but I was just like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I like I said, I enjoyed it, but I just, you know how, like I said, damn, like I didn't plan on being wait, this hot. Wait, today. hold on, time out. Whoa, is there enough? Is there enough lighting in here? I mean, you're going in and out, but it's fine. Am I okay? Okay. Yeah, but because it, it like as you move, it kind of like fades in and out. Uh, um, but stop moving. Uh, okay. See there, see you see, but you did you see it? Because it, it like when you move back. Because the sun is like back there. I wonder if I should turn around. So at this you. point, we it don't matter. It, but yeah, that, that yeah, CBDs the right ones will get you get you lit. So yeah. even I, and I take breaks monthly, like a week and a half every month. I won't do any THC. Okay. But I'll do CBD <laughs> in that week and a half. And some of those, they be, some of the CBD shit I, I, I get is, is so fire to where it's like, I don't even need the THC. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Like, I, so what do you think about, you know, like, like you talk about branding and now we're talking about athletes mm-hmm. and, you know, now we're recognizing um, like mental health. And, right. and sports and all of that. So what is your take? Because you have so many people um, investing in right. different businesses or starting their own, you know, lines of, you know, cannabis. So we just saw what happened with, with Shakari, um mm-hmm. when it came down to the Olympics. And then on the flip side of that, you had like, you know, those three white girls, two or three white girls speaking at the Olympics about the, the great attributes that cbd has mm-hmm. to your body and your mental state so can you give us kind of like your your thoughts on that and um I've, and a, another reason the bigger reason to go back to your couple questions ago um once once and i'll and i'll get to your question now so once i invested into that company is called presidential rx which is still everywhere and it's huge it's actually bigger than my company now but thank god i'm still invested but uh, <laughs> okay I, uh, once i invested into that company uh, my guy everett who's part owner would give me pre-rolls okay and i would never smoke them i was never i was never a weed head i was never that guy so when he would give them to me, I would just give them out to the homies. So one day I had like a crazy, probably was my first migraine ever. Um, and like nothing was working, water wasn't working, the lights was off. Like I was, I'd never had this before. Um, and so I had all these pre-rolls sitting on my, on my dresser. I smoked it in like five minutes, headache was gone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. So I was like, okay, so that's when I was like, let me get serious about what I'm about to do. Because if this is supposedly helping people and yada, 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 um, and I just did this little puff and my headache is gone, that must mean in other 
instances, it may help or suppress pain or whatever the case may be. So um, I, at the time too, I was working out a little heavier. And so then I started like smoking after my workouts um, just to kind of like relieve the pain or the tension or whatever the case may be. Um, and then fast forward a couple years, my god sister's daughter, she has she was having like 30 seizures a day. Like, and um I was like, and she lives in Florida now, now now in Atlanta. But uh I was like, let me let me send you some shit. So I sent her some stuff. Um, and it went from like 30, 40 a day to like five or six a day. And then that's when I started doing a little more research. I started experimenting more. I started reaching out to um, friends and family who had issues. Um, at the time, my dad, my dad, he, he passed in 2019. But at the time, um, he was going, I don't even know what you call it. To be honest, I, I forgot how, what, what you call it. But uh, he got something from Vietnam. So long story short, it's, it's PTSD uh, or no, it's uh, it's called Agent Orange. Oh, so back in yes. They spray yes. the forest with this chemical. Yes. The chemical lies dormant in, in your, your body, skin yeah. for like 40 years. Mm -hmm. And then later it just like kills all your organs. Yep. So that was happening as well. That was the beginning stages of that. And I was like, yo, let me give him some stuff too. Um, I gave him, I was giving him oils, like he wasn't like smoking or doing gummies and it was helping on him. So I was just like experimenting with yeah. people, people I know. So, um, to fast forward to your question now, um, regarding athletes, it, the, the irony of, and I'm, and I'm trying not to go on a long tangent about weed because it's, the reason why it's illegal is just it's it's racist. That's yeah. it's racist. It's a racism thing. Yeah. So that's how it all started with some BS. So ever since and, you then, mean, and, and for people that don't know or had not followed up, it was a white man back in like the what was it like the like the twenties or something. 10s, yes. And something. he just pretty much said that marijuana made white women want to sleep with black men or something something of the sorts yeah, like that something 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 like that yes um and of course white men are inferior to us blah 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 we know right. that they banned yeah. it and they've been on a hundred year run of putting us in jail for it now they're making billions off of it um so so with athletes not being able to or being frowned upon using it um and it it's literally you know you've heard it before it's a plant but it does help your body it does help mm -hmm. heal a lot of things it does help suppress a lot of things um uh, even as little as anxiety yeah. um you know these athletes are playing in front of hundreds of thousands millions of people i'm sure that causes anxiety yeah um, they're beating up their body they you know football play all these all these things that the shit that happens to your body and a lot of them the way they would um um like heal it is by drinking which we all know alcohol is poison yeah so so it's like there's no like 
real until recently, no alternative um, legally because they've all been smoking and doing it for mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's kind of ridiculous for it to for it to be frowned upon. Um, but again, those same people that are making the rules for the Olympics and NBA, their homies are making billions mm-hmm. in Cali, like legit. Like mm-hmm. I've seen it. I've been there. Like I know these guys, like they, they literally making some crazy money, but in the same breath telling athletes and whoever, you know, you can't use it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think it's, it's pretty, it's pretty silly. I think, um, like anything else, uh, and, and they're doing a better job with the information and researching and yada, yada, yada. Uh, but the whole premise and basis of, of weed is just bullshit. So at this point, it shouldn't take this long for it to be legalized. And right, right. It, it's just, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a bunch of BS, which we all know. And at the end of the day, the only reason why they're in it is because it's making a lot of people money. Because mm-hmm. uh, white people are still like only like a small percentage, it's like three, three or five that uh, that use it. No, that are business owners, like that are invested in the, oh, the black campus. people. Yeah. Um, I, has the number increased? Because I feel like the last time I checked, I think the numbers were it was a very, very small percentage. I don't really know the exact numbers. Um, and See, look at me doing my that. research, trying to connect, and then you like, I don't know them numbers because, <laughs> because, I, because I don't, I don't believe them. That's why I, I mean, okay. I, I heard three percent. Okay. But, but I'm also in these meetings with these black guys. I'm also sitting there. I'm signing these contracts. So it's it's hard to even, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's just guessing. Yeah. You know, people are just guessing. Uh, but yeah, there's definitely not as much blacks and browns as they there should be. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, there's yeah. nothing, especially the bigger, bigger, bigger companies. Um, there's definitely old white men. And again, they're just, they're homies from the other mm-hmm. industry. Um, they tell them, yo, Here's here's 10 million start a start a brand and they can do it. Um, and I think that's where we lack. We're um, we're so used to being consumers. Mm-hmm. Like when I talk to to it with black, even homies, like they're questioning, like, and not just to give you a comparison, not to say that I'm better than anybody, but when my black homie started his company, I invested. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, my homie, I think I think a lot of t- gummies. <laughs> yeah, no, you know and I, mean? I think I think a lot of times too is that people don't understand that to see a ROI. Sometimes I think they think that a lot of times it takes like decades to see, and it's not true. Especially when it comes to something like we. I have you know, like I said, like I have a, a friend that's in the same field. Mm-hmm. And it was the same thing, trying to get people, his people to invest. Like, y'all asking me for this stuff, okay, but if y'all invest this stuff, invest invest this amount, by this time next year, you would have got double your investment back. Mm -hmm. So I I think, but I don't think that we, like you said, you don't really, you didn't know too much about business, but I think it's nothing that we can't research and understand. And and you took the time and you did the work. And I think that sometimes we just... 
we want it right then and there, and that's just not how it works. It takes time. I, th- I think I think with that piggybacking on that, I think uh, from to to I'm trying to say it without sounding sounding too harsh. Um, you can be real on here. You can be real on here. This is this is like the shop. Be real. I think a lot of it's bullshit. Like, yeah, we smart as fuck. Like, yeah, we smart and everything else. Yeah, like we. I mean, we glorify these 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 drug dealers mm-hmm. that have been killing us for decades. Mm-hmm. We make documentaries out of them. We wear shirts. Here's a legal way to do it and make the same money if not more mm-hmm. and pass some real shit down to your kids besides some dumbass cars and shoes. And it's like, yo, I want to buy a pack so I can break it down. And it's like the, it's like, it's there, but it's, it's not really, it, I mean, I guess, I guess the way I look at it, like in 2021, there's no excuse for anything. Yeah. Like 20 years ago. Sure. Like, you know, but now to, you know, it's it's like how bad do you want something? No matter what it is, you're gonna figure it out, or you're gonna yeah. ask, or you're gonna, because um, it's I mean it's it's a legal way to get in the drug game. Like that's yeah. what that's what we've been doing. That's that's what we think is cool. So why not just do it? Like so, um, I, I think a lot of a lot of times we just don't. Uh, the, and it's and it's getting better, of course, but also business is not sexy, and, and, yeah. and probably till recently, of course, but business business was never sexy. It was like the the re, the 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 gifts and the materialistic shit that's sexy to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I th- of course, with anything, it's getting better, and you know, I I uh, I like where it's heading. But like we should be like, man, we we should be like it shouldn't just be like a bunch of athletes and rappers in this mm-hmm. business. Yeah, and that's all that's in it. Yeah, uh, and it's it's silly, but we're, it's getting better. Yeah, I think I think it's the educating part. I think we have been trying to have those conversations with mm-hmm. people. And rallying together, like using your network of, of friends. I was just talking mm-hmm. to my, um, one of my homeboys about it because, you know, I know like a certain group of entertainers and I think what he's doing to create a space for content, you know, content creators and all that stuff. I think it's like unprecedented, especially for black people. It was just like, hey, I'm tired of, the, you know, trying to get a seat at their table. Fuck it. I'm gonna fucking build my own table. And There's I think that, one, yeah. And so I think that once people really take a step back and remove the the materialistic aspect of it and like, well, I want to be able to do this right now. And da, 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 da. it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna see No, it's going to take a moment but the the reward is going to be even greater. So it's yeah, just but, like I, I think that people have to remove that from their thought process, and then it's just like, hey, you can keep doing this over here, or it's right. just like this time next year, or maybe even two years from now, you can you don't even have to deal with that job, like because this has yeah. worked for you. Yeah, it's it's um it's uh statistically like you know, you're, you don't even make this type of money on the stock market. Yeah. 
So it's you know, or, and you're not or, going, and, and you're not juggling with your money. It's no loss because, like we said, I mean, I'm taking some seven figure L's. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> but, so <laughs> I I have heard that, but I, it's just like what, like you said, like wholesale, and I just was like, people, I'm sorry, this should be final sale. Like, like once the one is out well, the door, you can't retire. Like, I, I feel like that's strange it's, to me. It's so many different reasons. So one, one six-figure L I took was our growing Chatsworth got broken into. <gasps> um, it was okay. on the news and everything, actually. My, 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 homie, my homie got shot. Uh, he's from St. Louis, Anthony. He got shot in his, in his hand. Um, and pretty much that was, we didn't even make it to the first harvest. Harvest meaning that's when it's time to get everything ready to sell. Um, and I think that was, I think that harvest, this was like maybe 2012, I think. And I believe, I think that harvest was like maybe, I don't know, I think it was maybe like 400K we probably would have taken home or something like that, 500K, something, something like that. Um, but yeah, so cops came, they pull up all the plants, uh, and it was like, okay. And so, um, we, we put some more security, we patched shit up. Um, a couple days later, we were like, okay, let's start over. It is what it is. Part of the game. They broke in again. So it was like, yeah, we can't like, this is a wrap. This spot is this, Yeah. Um, and so you have, and again, that is part of the game. Like, you know, you have your workers, um, that tell people what they do and where mm-hmm. they work and, you know, what, what your boss drives or who comes there and all this shit. Um, and it's typically always an inside job because the grow always the grow is not anything that you, um, uh, it's not marketed. You, you don't want to know where people, you don't want to tell people yeah. where your grow is. Right. So for people to know where it's at and rob it, it's always typically inside job. So yeah, that, that I lost like 150 K, uh, which I haven't got back <laughs> from him. Um, but again, it was a learning lesson. Um, and, you know, you take a lot of L's. You take financially, um, but again, with just anything, um, and that's the other reason why a lot of black and brown people can't get in because they don't have the um, funds. Yeah. Like it's easy, it's easy to start a business and get it going, but to maintain it, um, that's the hard part with any yeah. with any business. And in this industry, it's very very expensive very expensive business so if you you know fuck up on a grow and you can't get another one then you just figure it out um so yeah that was that was that um you get mites which are little insects that eat up the plants um you'll lose a harvest on that um ain't no coming well depends you can come back depending how bad the mite the, the the mites are um, you can have, uh, people be like, yo, I'm about to buy this whole harvest. Um, you turn other people down cause this person about to buy it. 
when it's ready, it may not be as good as you thought it was. So now no one wants to buy it. So you're sitting on hundreds of pounds of cannabis that you have to like damn near give away for free. So couldn't you turn that now? That would be a way to turn that into some edibles, possibly. Well, yeah, we that definitely happens. Okay. That definitely happens. And in okay. a lot of in a lot of times that's what happens. Um when you have a legal company and they fuck up, they'll kind of dip in the black market or sell it to someone in the black market or whatever the case may be. Um, there's, there's, it just, it's all kind of depends on your network. Like if you don't have a outlet to get rid of something or to fix something or have a good grower or get distribution or whatever the case may be, um, then it's hard. Um, because a lot of people, you know, just they like they just think weed. They don't really think the for real aspects of it. Like you, yeah. like it's a plant. You got to grow it. Um, you got to have a a a seller. You have to know what you're doing. It's like it's so many things that come along with it. Um, I don't even know how we got on that, but yeah. <laughs> no, that, I, I mean, but like, but that's with anything. It's just like we only see one part of it. Of course. And we never course. see the, what's happening behind the scenes. Of course. Because like I, you know, I just started a candle business. And then people are like, mm-hmm. well, $30 is too much for a candle. And I'm like, well, no. Tom Ford really. sells candles for $200. I just saw one at Abercrombie and Fitch. Uh, was, what was what's today? Thursday? Mm-hmm. On Tuesday. And I almost bought it. It was like 40 bucks. And I was like, yeah. yeah yeah not for abercrombie not for abercrombie i feel like this it's yeah, been a long time since else. they yeah yeah no it, it smelled good but you know or did it smell like abercrombie or did you are you were it you did. just it yeah did. it smells like abercrombie it it um, good. but um i was just explaining to them i'm like you got to think about the supplies yeah the i'm not glade so i don't have access to these big wholesalers where they're getting jars are probably like 50 cent Mm -hmm. and then the wax like Mm -hmm. the 100 pounds the 45 pounds of wax that i have that i just got cost me a hundred dollars my jars cost me like 250 Mm. and then like so you're thinking about things like that and then the oils those are not cheap you know those are i have an oil i get two ounces of oil and it's ten dollars that's expensive wow and so I'm like, so I sell that one for 40, but I do a bigger candle. Mm. So it's just like, you know, when you try to break it down and then the time that goes into it, the testing that goes into creating a product, people don't think about that. So oh. I was just like, all right, cool. If it's not for you, that's not for you. That's cool. But I know who my niche is and who I'm, who I'm like. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm like, so people buy it. It's cool. Yeah. People, people will buy whatever, you know. It just it just depends on your audience too. Yeah, I'm selling I'm selling luxury. Like I come from a a place where, like I said, I was selling two hundred dollar candles. I was selling shoes that were fifteen hundred dollars, or sometimes even more. So I know. So that's fine. If you want your Glade candle, ain't nothing wrong with it. Right. But I'm selling I'm selling a lifestyle, just like you are. So it's just like people have to understand what goes into it so if you want yep. if you if this is too much for you then go smoke your reggie 
that's fine. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I don't really like, you know, haggle on a lot of stuff. It's just like, this is price is what it is. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah, and I'm standing firm in it, so. Yeah, is what it is, is what it is. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's some of my experiences in the weep is. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lot. It's an interesting industry. Very interesting. But here's the thing. You didn't give up. You said that happened like in 2012. We're in 2021. Yeah. And you kept yeah. pushing. And those things, yeah. that's overcoming. Like we, we know when it comes to business, like there are highs, there are lows. Yep. But it's just like you learn from it. You was like, okay, well, we tried this again here. This don't work for me. I'm not going to keep yep. taking like taking these L's. We're going we gonna to regroup. Now you have a grow in Colorado, you know, like you said, like the IE. So it's like multiple places. So it's just like, hey, this actually ended up working out for me in the end. Yeah, so that's I mean, dope. And it's, it's all about, and it's really all about your team and your people too, you know? It's, yeah. I've definitely been with, been with some business partners that I shouldn't have been and I didn't know. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, that whole, like, now, uh, with Andrew, my partner with All Day Ace, um, he's 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 a solid guy. Okay. Um, my other partner, Anthony, is from St. Louis. His people out, I actually own uh, the loft, by the way. Um, I don't know if you know. Him. Um, you know, like, but they, yeah. um, I think it's because the loft not over there. I think that it's just the marquee now. Yeah, the marquee. And, yeah, yeah. 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 I, well, I want y'all to know this. Hey, when I come there next week and I give my chicken wings. Bread them. I don't want them naked. I every time I always tell my like, I want what, my, yes. I'm like stop trying to sell me this naked shit. I want it breaded. That's that's. I, wanna, I, I think I think no. I don't know if he's there. Probably not. I think he was a cook at Loft at the Loft. My boy's brother. Man. But yeah. I would I'm, go. I would I'm literally go to the Loft only. Man, I would only go to the. I'm like yo. I'm about to go. I I just I just want the chicken. I ain't right. trying to stay up in y'all club. <laughs> I am only in town for a night. I want my chicken. And let me go about my business. You going so, next week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going next. Oh, I ain't never been. been I ain't been excited to go there in a long time. Exactly. It's almost two. Yeah. But yeah. Good I, luck with that. I I know. Pray for me. Actually, I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna be you know in the county. Okay. I, I have a, a setup out there. I'm gonna be cool. Set a setup. Okay. Yeah, no. Um, my my people going out of town, so I'm house sitting. Okay. So I I really like I haven't been on vacation for real for real since last February, and I'm going crazy. And I know that okay. I'm like I'm, but if my friend was to get married, I probably would not go to St. Louis right. to be honest. Right. Um, but you know that's just the way I'm like. Okay, I can have peace and quiet here. It's nobody else here. If I want to go lay out in the sun for a little bit, I can, and that's it. I feel so, it. I feel yeah, it. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. I like it. Yeah. Like so, it. so wait, super quick before we get out here. You're not from St. Louis. You just no, had, was, you spent that period of time in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was born up in the Bay. In oh, okay. Okay. So I was okay. up there till like ten. I was like ten. Okay, okay. And my pop's job and my mom's job, they transferred from TWA and uh, AT&T from up north to St. Louis. Okay, okay. So that's so, how you ended up So there. then I spent, yeah, then I was 
So, I mean, I was out there. I was, I mean, I always, I never, <laughs> I, in St. Louis, especially those diehard ones, I've, I just never felt St. Louis. Like it was like, it was just, for me, it was always like a stopping place. It was never like, like it never felt like home to me. So what uh, high school did you go to? I went to North County Christian in uh, Ralph. Uh, that's why, Hollywood. that's, that's why. That's nah. <laughs> I mean, I, and my family not from there either. So I like I never all my family's in Cali and Florida. So I just never had that, you know what Connection, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I like I had homies, of course, cool homies, but having that like real family and um pulling up on your cousins whenever I wanted, I I didn't have that. So I felt that uh, in Florida and Cali, but not really out here, uh-huh. out out there. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. It took me to move to kind of appreciate St. Louis uh, a little more. And I was explaining to um, my homeboy yesterday, I was like, hey, it's weird how everything that I've ever encountered in my life is some way connected to St. Louis. It is really? weird. Really, really. It, it is like crazy. I think St. Louis, someone needs to do a documentary on St. Louis. I think it's a... Let's put it together. We can do that shit. Very, very interesting, um, not talked about whether it's good or bad city. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of history, of course. A lot of history. A lot of history. Yeah. The other day, um, it was like, on, you know, how they do like, oh, on this day and such mm-hmm. and such. So the other day there was like some treaty that was signed on that day by William Clark. And that was like these Native Americans like um, signing. Lewis and Clark? No, well, no, it wasn't nothing to do with the expedition, but you know, he was just like an explorer. And so there was this treaty that was put in place where pretty much the, the Indian tribes in the area, like, it, and I think mm-hmm. at that moment it was like Osage. Okay. Um, had signed over the rights to their lands and all that stuff. They turned it over to him. Like, okay. yeah. So that was hmm. one of the things that happened. And people don't talk even about, we always talk about the, the you know, the Lewis and Clark expedition leaving St. Migrated, Louis coming yeah. out. Yeah, coming west. But nobody talks about how they, uh, I think it was, one of them had w- raped like Sacagawea. Like she was like the help yeah. that was gui- guiding them. Yeah. We don't yeah. talk about that, how they gave her syphilis. Yeah. And having oh, yeah. to take mercury. And then yep. e- even now, like we were, somebody did a really dope documentary on um, the projects in St. Louis, like Pruitt Igo. Really? Oh my gosh. The Pruitt Igo. I'm going to send it to you. Um, because, yeah, it's Pruitt Igo was these projects. Um, and I guess technically it would be the north side, but they were on Jefferson and like Martin Luther King. And it was this okay. housing project that they had built. Of course, they glamorized it. It ended up being a shit show. And mm. so you had people um, that grew up in the Pruitt I go, like talking about, you know, their experience living there. Um, mm. They, you know, just how you talked about Agent Orange, how they sprayed the forest. They remember mm. like, planes coming over kind of doing like kim trails oh wow it's like that oh it it was so good because where oh. where it is now gateway middle and like pruitt middle school are on like part of that ground but it's this huge it's still vacant because oh, when we there. yeah so when we were yeah because when i went to middle school over there i remember we had like 
issues with like rats and shit like just because of yes because of that vacant how huge that lot was and how vacant it was yeah damn yeah yeah i know nothing about that yeah so (laughs) that and even even talking to just we we talk about the del mar divide Mm -hmm. how on one part of del mar you know it is these you know historic homes like mansions and all this stuff and then you have the other side like that's the west side where i grew Try up it. and it and it's <laughs> the ghetto i haven't, you know? I haven't been there in a minute yeah like i've been downtown in a minute it, it it's it is it's so it's so dope and but we have so much like rich history that comes out of there that's like great like tina turner jennifer yep. lewis um yep. so yeah you know it'll be a interesting just, to see I, What's funny, I was just um, listening to Michael McDonald this morning. You know, the old white dude that got some soul? I cannot stand Michael McDonald, but that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> so I was like, where is this nigga from? This was like 6 a.m. today. And I just found out he's from St. Louis. On my own. Yeah, exactly. That's, what <laughs> that's I the one song. Because <laughs> I kept singing it in bed. And I was like, let me just go ahead and play it. I don't know where it came from as i played tony braxton this morning that's hilarious yeah so uh, yeah i found out he's he's michael mcdonald eminem yeah a lot of of cool people from from st louis yeah it's it's definitely an interesting and 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 i'm not the biggest fan of it for a lot of reasons but i will say st louis Definitely um if you were if you were privileged to just kind of bop around, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like that with anything. If you could bop around, meaning you have friends that are white, friends in the county, friends in the city, that are all these different things. I feel like if you're privileged to kind of do that, whether it's St. Louis or anywhere, you can kind of adapt yeah. to a lot of different shit just growing up in life. Yeah, no, that is absolutely true. But yeah, St. Louis is an interesting place. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. I, I, Like I said, it took me to leave to really get it. Um, and it, it shouldn't have to be like that. But like you said, like being able to be kind of multifaceted in different mm-hmm. groups and knowing how to kind of be a chameleon and yep. take on different it, it definitely has helped me out here on so many levels oh, yeah. so i will say it gives you ptsd too oh absolutely <laughs> absolutely when i first came out to hollywood i was very mean mugging who's this nigga really like why like it was weird to me like you know guy will step on my foot and buy me a drink like i was like wait what like you don't want to like bite like like, like, even to this day i'm even to this day i probably saw maybe two fights like if that i don't even like i is i don't even really remember i'm just guessing but out here or back there in in st louis i mean here here, here. oh yeah but like back home like it was just like fighting girls fighting guys fighting and like brutal fights they weren't like like i've seen some shit and like out here is like as much as people 
you know, and that's a whole nother story too. I never understood the gangs out here and all that. I, I that's a whole nother. I got one of my crib homies mad about that. But I was like, nigga, like you have palm trees in your hood. Like uh, y'all, have y'all have grass. Y'all have grass. Y'all don't have like, vacant houses. Like Forty minutes away. Like, what are you? Why are we killing each other? Like, <laughs> nigga, if you don't go swimming. Right. Like, go swimming, <laughs> man. Go go roll you some weed, man. Yeah, so, no, like, no, that that is absolutely I like you said out here, I'm gonna be honest. The only time I have seen a fight happen, and this is not gonna shock you, it was always the game crew getting into it with somebody. And yeah, if I, I saw that nigga like oh all the time, oh the, the only fights that I at Tao. Yeah. See, that's the only time. It was one time we were at Colony and it looked like, you know, on um, like the cartoons when people start getting into like a tussle right. fight and it's like smoke, like a ball of like smoke. It right. was like a ball of niggas like tumbling and fighting, just going at it. And it was coming sounds toward right. us. Huh? I said, it sounds about right. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, so now we know because this is like the fifth time. If this mm. nigga walk up in here, it's time to hit another spot because- yeah. It, th- th- this is just what comes with it, and it's just like, no, it's not fun. But right. St. Louis, man. Yeah, St. Louis, they don't care what color you wear. They don't care. <laughs> Somebody Mason the crowd. Mason, I've got been shot at. All yep. type of shit. There's all yeah. like fights and banned from White Castle and all type of shit. Yeah, all type of wild shit, man. So what when a you time. come out here, it's just like ah, this shit's nothing. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a you it's a different level of. <laughs> yeah, it's it, and it's it's really unfortunate too, to be honest. Yeah, it really but, is, and so but, I'm just like, yo, like, and I hear stories. I I I, I was just saying, I'm like, I'm gonna have to deactivate my Facebook because just. The tragedies that were happening that weren't even oh, yeah, COVID yeah. related, and yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Facebook is also an interesting place. <laughs> it's like a whole, whole different world. Oh, and I, yeah, it's a whole different. World. Yeah, Facebook, but I'll never get rid of Twitter. I think Twitter. I, I, I can't remember. I haven't been on Twitter in like four or five years. I forgot my login and I just gave up. No, nah, Twitter. I, I used to love Twitter. I used to talk I, to my shit. Yeah, I love. I if there was some way that they could integrate, and I, I and I guess yeah. But honestly, I just like I like Twitter. Like it's interesting yeah, hearing people, cool. people's hot takes on shit. Now they yeah. have like Twitter Spaces, kind of similar, like Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. So oh. yeah, so they integrated. So they have fleets, which I don't just I don't know why they call. So they try to do like Twitter stories, like okay. how it is on IG, mm-hmm. but they call them fleets. Mm. So I don't know why they just didn't call those. Maybe because birds, they also they they tweet, but they chirp. I don't know, but people mm. were not using it like how they wanted people to like engage and use them. So they. Literally, it lasted a summer, and they just got rid of it. But they okay. have these Twitter spaces, and it has been like some dope conversations okay. that have happened. And depending on like who's following you, and mm-hmm. you know, and then people send up, and people 
come in and you just have really interesting like conversations. So that has been fun. It hasn't been as reckless as Clubhouse because I, I haven't been on Clubhouse since. I never jumped year. on Clubhouse. Yeah, I, I think maybe once. I think I was over it really fast. Yeah, they had that that were. moan room. Uh, so? It was a moan room, and moan. It, moan? Yeah, so it was like a room of moaning, or and wait, what? Like, yes, a room so of moaning. So you would get on the stage and you would moan like as if you could be performing fellatio or you know having uh, yes. So they were like in, on Clubhouse. So it would be Clubhouse after dark, kind of how they had Twitter after dark, dark where it gets kind of like ratchet, and then. There was like another room I was in and they were like going through these interviews, trying to see if they was going to fly like these girls out to this cabin and, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, Breckenridge. It's just like, it it was just, it was so much going on. I I remember, (laughs) (laughs) and I'll tell you the name when we end, but this guy is in there, we're all in the room, we're all talking on the stage. And then he was like, has anybody, um, you know, had anybody like eat they ass? Like, what, what was that like? And he was mm-hmm. like, because I've never had it, but I, I'm kind of like inquiring. And I'm like, well, that's like, and he's like, or put your finger. And I was like, well, then in that case, I was like, let somebody peg you. And he was yeah. like, well, what's pegging? And so uh-huh. everybody like busts out laughing. And I'm like, so this is what it means. This is what you do when you uh-huh. And so he was like, oh, no, that's, I said, that's not gay. That's just like, if you're doing that with a woman and, you know, you hmm. have a G spot, it's, that's just what it is. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say it's gay, but I definitely don't want to be pegged. Doug, and you'd be surprised. <laughs> it's low key hella niggas out here. Oh, I know. Oh, I love know. that shit. I, and oh, and I, if y'all I, love it, slide into my DMs. I let's know make it happen. Do. I know they do. I know. <laughs> young, young peggers. Okay. Yeah. yeah Interesting. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's huh. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's so Twitter has peggers. Got Twitter it. has peggers. Twitter has um, Twitter has everything. a lot of uh, everything, and I think I think it's just always interesting to see just social media in general and how it has evolved. I think mm-hmm. right now we're at this crazy point where I'm like, "Fuck, this shit has given a lot of idiots a platform mm-hmm. um, to spread false information because we know niggas don't like to read, like whether you white." Mm-hmm black brown yellow purple mm-hmm. um and they just go with it so i feel yep. like there's a lot of misinformation out there so i think that w- one of the things that i really learned um being a communications major is how to navigate social media where it's yeah, not I detrimental mean, i mean honestly it's pretty easy you would i mean think it's, it would it's be easy, but it's, it's easy depending on what you want to do or what you want to use it for yeah like i can crack jokes all day but then you know interact with you know ceos or dispensaries or whatever the case may be at the same time 
or you know look at memes all day or look at crates all day. like it you can literally <laughs> i don't, don't want to see do another fucking do. crate i don't <laughs> need to see another crate those that's that's i mean i don't i don't really get how that kind of blew up but i Niggas shit just, like n- niggas just nigging, okay? Like that's how yeah, it blew up. Yeah, okay? it's not really that. Like that's, I mean, been doing that. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over it. I don't need no more crates. And I'm just like, okay, is this week over? Because I, I, I feel like we, you'd be giving y'all a week. Next right. week, this shit better not be it's happening. Gonna be something year. else. Wait, wait, wait. Speaking of false information, what's your thoughts on the vac? The vax. Uh, are you are you pro or con? I'm, I'm pro. I'm pro vaccination. Um, okay. Because we've had outbreaks throughout history, and we know vaccines have stopped a lot of things from happening. But I also think that people act like I, I just literally said this. People are like, "Oh, I haven't seen a vaccine come out this fast." Mm-hmm. The la- I don't know what the last vaccine, like big vaccine was, um, mm-hmm. maybe for chickenpox, who fucking knows? But mm-hmm. with time comes advancement. Mm-hmm. So things that normally might take a little longer to, you know, if you think about back in the day when polio happened and, uh, you know, you, rubella and, you know, all of this stuff, um, the plague. And I think that people forget that with time we can make advancements. So okay. where, where things happen where it might've taken four years for a vaccine to come out, it's 2021. Right. I, we can, we have the information, we have the science to make things come out quicker. Not only right. that science has backed how your body can fight off this terrible virus. Right. So I think I, I'm not a person that's like, you're stupid if you don't do it. You know, everybody has a choice. You can do what you want. Um, it's not my business. I'm just going to let natural selection handle what it, it's doing because it's doing it. Right. Right. So I think that if you're going to not be vaccinated, if you're not going to take that extra step to protect yourself, your family, mm-hmm. whatever, don't force people to be in situations and positions where they're uncomfortable, where their children are not protected. I think it's mm-hmm. bizarre that we have schools open still and we're knowing that there has been a huge spike in these numbers. So I, I think that's the biggest thing. And it's just like, okay, if you got a problem with it, go do you boo, wear a fucking mask, put a mask on. But now a mask is infringed upon your fucking rights. Fuck okay. these motherfuckers infringe upon our black ass rights every goddamn day. Right. Every day. So why is this? It's it's just bizarre to me. Even when I hear, and I understand black people and brown people are like, well, you know, the government has a history of doing yes, that is true. But this is a global pandemic. I don't, nobody's trying to chip us. We're already chipped. It's called a phone. Even if you turn this phone off, Mm -hmm. it still can pick it up and they can hear you. Cause I know whoever, whoever my big brother is, that motherfucker is in love with me. Every time I'm on (laughs) FaceTime, I get you can see it. It's like somebody screenshot me. Oh, wow. Or whatever. And I'm like, did anybody see that? And they was like, yeah, what the fuck was that? I was like, man, let me tell you. 
Damn. You probably see me when I'm watching porn, all this stuff, making face, <laughs> whatever. Don't care. <laughs> now you want to come pay some bills over here? Right. I might let you come through the line, you know. Right. But, uh, I, th- I think, I don't think it's fair that people are, that anti-vaxxers are shaming people. And I think that people that are vaccinated, I don't think we're shaming people for not being vaccinated. We understand that's your choice. Um, but it's just like, but Come it's on, man. getting put, to the point a mask where on. it's not really choices at this point. I we're, we're, I we're, we're 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 like tiptoeing on that little, and that's the part that I can't rock with. Yeah, I can't rock with the. There's no choice. I, I you so you think because there's no like, choice. Well, no, nah, I mean, it's getting there. It's about, I mean, it's, it's really just about their life for life. For me, example, like I wouldn't say I'm an anti-vaxxer. I'm mm-hmm. anti-vax for Brandon. Like yeah. I, I'm come from a health background. I was a trainer for 10 years, blah, blah, blah. Like I legit know my body. Like I never get sick. Um, I don't remember last time I had a cold. So I like, I know my shit. Other people who have different whatever symptoms, issues, um, like, yeah, sure. Like, if you're immune as trash, you probably should. If you have a history of bullshit, yeah, you probably should. But someone who's healthy, healthy doesn't make sense to me for me to, to, to put that into my body just for just in case so like it doesn't so that's kind of so where when I'm you like, go to countries that require vaccine vaccinations uh-huh. like they're parts of like china parts uh-huh. of africa so do right. you just opt out of not going to those places or i'm not, I'm not pressed like i'm like is there a billion dollar check over there like what, what like i'm not no, pressed. you're going like to visit so like like i know like if you go like to nigeria you have to get a vaccine what? for um Fuck, what was that outbreak that they had? Um, 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 smallpox? No, it wasn't smallpox. Um, um, it, it was something else, uh, whatever it is, but you have to get like a vaccine to go. So do you miss out on this opportunity to explore new world, um, new territories for you? Or, well, or is I it just like, because like a lot of their stuff is like those vaccines have been around longer. I guess for me is. I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. Like I've traveled heavily. Like even mm-hmm. if I died tomorrow, like I've legit lived a, like a ridiculous ass life. So for me That's to cool. not so go, uh, sign your, put me on your wheel, pass all of that to I mean, me. I, I I'll make know. sure the company <laughs> lives on. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see, I like, I mean, I look at anything with the ROI. Like I've okay. been healthy for four, 40 years, right? If it's not broke, Nigga, you wow. 40, you like you 32. I'll be 40 in March. Oh shit, where we going? Turn up with the world is <laughs> oh, open. I'm still trying to figure it out, to be honest. I'm be 35, so in February. But see, uh, that's my point. Like, but here's I the difference. Though, here's the, but here's the difference. To where though. you think I'm 32. <laughs> no, black don't crack either. But no, I think the no, issue I've seen some cracks black. I, I've seen some <laughs> black crack, but they've been crackheads. Yeah. So, um, but I I think that the issue is is that you, you know in exploring and going to different countries, we know that 
our country does rely heavily on pharmaceuticals, you know, but a lot of people don't want to change their lifestyle. Uh, um, whereas Eastern cultures, they they live a more holistic lifestyle, you know. Well, like and, that's, people- and that's and that's where and that's the other. I didn't mean to cut you off, but that's the other part of this whole situation um, that just logically doesn't make sense. Like I, know, I I personally know at least maybe maybe ten, I think maybe more people that were vaccinated that are dead. Um, and so it's like so these people did what you were supposed to do mm-hmm. quote unquote but now they're dead so are they, they dead because okay, well they're so- calling they're calling it well that and that's the other thing any death and you've had covid or you've had covid recently they're they're automatically blaming blaming it on covid so really yeah so but okay so my question to you is this mm-hmm. So were these vaccinated people, did they contract COVID prior or after, or do you think they just had some sort of reaction? Well, that's the thing. It's everybody's case is probably different. Different, yeah. But they've all had COVID. They all had, they were all vaccinated. Um, And these are people that I, like, for real know. So it's like, I, I again, I can't. And two of them, I know for a fact, were extremely healthy. Like, well, I mean, I don't know their insides, but they were eating. They've they've been like the health nuts for forever. So it's like, again, what's the ROI? Like, what's the like? Why? Like, why would I inject myself if I've been healthy for forty years? Yeah. So, but when you go out are you taking extra precautions? Like, I feel like if I see you- I wear, I wear, I wear a mask, I wear a yes, mask. Yes, I, I also, like I said, like I watch your stories. I don't see you in heavily like populated areas where it's like a club. Well, yeah, it's I don't no, really like, go to clubs, but I've yeah. been, I've legit been, I've not stopped traveling. I, like I said, I go to Colorado every four to six weeks. So I'm in big ass airports, I'm in airplanes, yeah. I'm in meetings, I'm at dinner meetings. Yeah, but so you're I'm, taking the, I think that the issue here is, the difference is this, you're not out here yeah. shaming people. You're not making people feel no. bad for doing what they want to do and whatever they feel yeah. like they, so, and and that's the thing. It's just like, we just, we don't know. We probably won't know for another, you know, like, 10 years and, 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 and shit is going to happen to people. People are going to react to the vaccine. Of course. Yeah. So, I mean, cause people, people react to vaccines, you know, the number, the percentage is small, but like just in general, like the, you know, your shots when you have kids, you know, there's this huge controversy if that causes autism and, and, Which and I, don't rock with, I don't rock with that either. <laughs> Look, so thank you. <laughs> Um, I gotta, I'll add another show that I gotta record though. <laughs> I'm like, but no, but that's, but to each their own. Yeah, but like, you're not you out here, I, but, and I'm not gonna shame you. I'm just like, okay, so when it comes. I, I, think, I think for me is just. So you don't want to have kids? So when your kids a, go to I school. I have a daughter. You do? Yeah. She's two and a half. Yeah. You live in a whole ass double life. I didn't even know that. Yeah, every, uh, it's personal. I don't put personal business on. Uh, out there like Nigga, that. your weed has been in my veins that's that personal is, that's, that's personal 
That's business. That was that was very that was it 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 intercepted my soul. <laughs> Nigga, that's personal. <laughs> well, so okay, so when it when time comes for her to go to school, and they say that she has to have a vaccine record, like she has to pre- in order to attend. Well, that's why. That- well, that's why she's in Colorado with her mom because you okay. don't have to do that in Colorado. Okay. And in Cali, you do. And of course, the goal is to get them both back out here. Um, but the, the, and this is a whole nother. Well, I even have time for that. A whole nother topic. But the differences that I've seen in my daughter and other people's kids are not even, like, night and day is not even the right word. Like, it's like these kids, like, and I'm, I don't know how else to say it. These Just kids say are, it. These kids are fucking retarded compared to my daughter. You can't say the R word, B. You mean yep. they, but no, here's the thing. Okay, so I will and tell then, you this. I will, I will t- but I will tell you this. And again, I, again, and again. Do you think that's vaccine related or is the parents yes. not, I don't yes. think it's that. Like seeing, seeing, I, it from a, seeing it from an early age and, and me having these talks and knowing this and knowing that, and I've had, I mean, there's probably, when I had my daughter, I had five other homies that had kids either a week or two before or after. Mm-hmm. And the very beginning of everything, because I'm very observant, like I'm not just talking on my ass, like I see it, like I see how alert, like she eats, she eats amazing. She doesn't eat no fast food, everything. But that's, but, but that's a part yada, yada, yada. of the lifestyle. When I tell you, to, it's, to, it's, I, I understand it's what you're saying. No, oh my God, you a hotel yeah. nigga, ain't you? You a hotel? No, I just, I just, <laughs> no, I'm just, I, no, I just, but but that's. I, I will tell you this. My experience from, and I think, and not to cut you off, I think again, I think if you if you're a person and you need whatever this is, get it. But if you're a person that doesn't need it. It shouldn't have to be mandatory, no matter what it is, whether it's a vac for COVID or kid shit. Like, again, she's never been sick. She, she hasn't I been think, sick. Yet. I think a lot of things come with, when it comes to children in general, I've right. seen both ends of the spectrum. My mom is a juvenile attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister and I, we went to Montessori schools. Um, so it's a different learning technique um, and having parents that are very present um, and hands-on in our upbringing, right. our education, educational level, our diets, all of that. So it, it's sure. different. So for us, that's just how it is. Like, so um, even with my, like my niece and nephew, my nephew is vaccinated. He mm-hmm. just turned eight months. He is walking. Mm-hmm. He pretty much is, he recognizes certain things. Like we just have, like I can call and he'll come running to the phone now. Cause he, yeah. he recognize, recognizes and identifies uh, my voice. My niece, I just got the, the memory today. She was like two, two and a half. She mm-hmm. was at my house. And I was like, how'd you get the, the scratch on your head? And she created this entire story based mm-hmm. on the dream that happened and she woke up with this scar. Right. So that's what I think it, it has to do with, I think where we still owe a lot to our kids is 
if you want to get vax, great. If not, but I think a lot of people rely heavily on society to raise their children, and that's not our job. I think you have right. to be hands on with your kids. And they were even saying right. like with these, a lot of the kids that were born during COVID, how advanced they are because people were at home actually engaging with their children. And mm -hmm. so I don't think that it's fair to say that, oh, these kids are not as advanced as my child because of a vaccine. Everybody thinks their kid is brilliant. And so See, I, I understand. Don't. I don't. I, I'm, I'm. I know very, you don't think that everybody can, because that's your, but no, your no, kid. No, but I, like I'm, <laughs> like it took me a minute, cause I'm, cause like I'm, I've always been the. I, I don't care, like if it's my mom or dad. Like if you're wrong, if you're dumb, if you're cute, if you, uh, like it doesn't matter. If my, kid, <laughs> oh, shit. if my kid was dumb, I'd be like, yo, like she's not the smartest. Like I don't give a shit. Like it's shit about me that I'm honest about too, but. When I when I physically certain things, and again, that's why I'm so big on it because yes, everything is about lifestyle. Yes, she yeah. eats amazing. That's why she's not sick. I don't eat the best, but I eat better than the average person. That's yeah. probably why I'm not sick. Probably I don't yeah. know, but again, like everything is lifestyle. Everything is yeah. Everything resorts so, so yeah, resorts back to if that. If your kid is. And I have homies' kids at McDonald's every day. Gross. And that's probably why your son is slow, bro. Like, yeah, but but people. There's no. So we we no 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 oh that no 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 that's no buts <laughs> that I was a I was just that's a whole nother podcast like, but that's a whole nother episode where we're talking all, about like up yeah. upbringing that's lifestyle and and that's a conversation because we think about. You gotta think in America, unfortunately, a lot of that shit access. It's, so it's, a lot of it is which also, is shitty. A lot of it, a lot of it, and this is a whole nother way to another another lane, is tradition. We have tritty, mm -hmm. we have shitty traditions. Yeah. Like my like my parents, like they're from the South, like the yeah. real South. Florida. They're from Florida, not Miami and South Beach. They're from like little bullshit ass Lottie, yeah. Florida, Rockledge, Florida. So all those traditions was passed to me. But at the same time, you know, we got to a certain point where it was like, you know, I was looking at my uncles and aunts and it was no disrespect. I don't want to look, look like, like that. that. Yeah. And that's, and, and so, I think, but, the, but that's when you know better and you take the time, you, you understand be, and you want to do better because we have, you know, um, a lot of family members that developed a lot of things just based on those terrible habits, eating habits. And so, and I remember, yeah. and I remember like at Thanksgiving, I'm like, why are y'all still eating chitlins? It's yeah, not a like, delicacy. I'm like, yeah. we're not, I'm like, we're not poor anymore. Like I I, I understand why. And, and that's no yeah. knock to people, but but it should be though. At, at a but, certain point, and, and like, I'm not at a, certain, at a certain point, like that should like you should be offended. Like, bro, we're not yeah. slaves anymore. Yeah. I, yeah, I there are just certain <laughs> things, but I'm not gonna lie. I do enjoy a barbecue hot dog, a real burnt one. Yeah, every, again, like indulging yeah. is one thing, but eating like growing up was like Thanksgiving for me every day. <sighs> every day. Like every day it was like mac and cheese and heavy this and heavy that. And so indulging is cool, but when, when that shit turns into a lifestyle, 
Yeah. And then and then now you're crying at 40, like, ah, like, yeah, you your ass probably do need the vaccine because you've been eating like all right. That immune, <laughs> that immune is that immune all system right. is low. That immune is low. <laughs> and at 40, you probably need the shot. Oh my God. No, uh I where can I find you on social media? Because I'm about to bring you back because this was a good this uh, went, I, we went from being high and being high about to can you land the plane? And we, I'm like, and now it's like, man, I don't really know. Oh, <laughs> uh, my IG is B E E D E M P S. What, okay. no, what is it? No, at yeah, at B Dumps. Okay. Like the like the like the insects. <laughs> okay, and then can, can we follow? Where where's the brand? Where's all day Ace? Um, all day Ace. What is the website? Um, shoot. Forgot the website. It's probably all day. I think it's all day ace.co. Okay. I'll, um, whatever it is, I'll find it and then I'll put it in the um, bio too so they can. Yeah, there's we have the IG, the the clothing, the weed, and the music label all. I guess in that. Oh, I just saw like uh, a, a music label. Okay. So, yeah. wow. Okay. That's dope. See, you and we didn't even get that far. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna have to, yeah, we 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 gonna have to spin the block on you. Spin it, spin it one more time, and, and have you uh, come back? But it is all day. It is all day ace We got to do a smoke sesh. We can all be in one room. Oh, that'd be so much fun. I'm a, you got an extra. I'm gonna need to stay tonight. I'm gonna need to stay tonight. I'm just I'm just telling you now because you live far. Nigga, you live far. I live thirty minutes from downtown. Actually, 28 minutes, to be honest. To be honest. So I live seven minutes from downtown. Oh, okay. Where, where are you at? Like Silver Lake? Uh, Eagle Rock. So not far oh, okay. from Silver Lake. It's oh, okay. like right yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, it's right here. But, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, that's it, y'all. Don't forget, support the candles. Sell me out again. Uh, buy the Saint, candles. I need yes, to buy some, actually. You do. Yes. Um, St-Angelus.com. And slash candles. Um, yeah, man, I'm gonna take some up to uh the restaurant, K's restaurant. Yes, yes. And I'm like, hey, put these in the bathroom and yes. then see how they burn. Yes. So yes. that's all I'm you yes. know, I'm just thinking ahead. Absolutely. So uh don't forget to like uh like, subscribe, and share. Um, share the podcast with everybody because you know we're trying to do these numbers so we can get some endorsements and shit, get some sponsorship. Amen. So that's all I got for y'all this week. See y'all next week. Peace out. Peace out.